Welcome to Foodcast. I'm your host Rick and today I'll be talking about how to design a kitchen. Well, what you need to think about it when you're designing a kitchen? I'll put in bullet points. Practicality is the first thing I, I think about it. You need to remember the functionality and practicality, practicality, sorry my, oh my god, practicality in your kitchen. When you have that in mind, you need to see the next step, your wish list. What you will cook, not you. what you wish to cook. So you not clutter your kitchen with things you do not need. Example, I, I, I would love to have a pizza oven at home, but I, I don't have the space for it. So I need to design something to extend my kitchen to have. So it, it's practical to do that. Uh, no. Is something I need? No. There's other ways to do Yes. So you need to think in the balance. I love barbecue. I would like to have a barbecue, a charcoal barbecue inside of my kitchen. It's practical? No. So uh, you need to think about those small details when you're designing your kitchen. So in the moment you get your wish list, sometimes you can add on a few things in the future, but you need to think about the practical... Oh my God, that word is killing me today. Practicality. So after you went to your wish list, you need to see the structural, what you have in your kitchen. Example, this is your mode and you have to build a kitchen around it. You can't go after that. I want to destroy all the walls. I want to make square. But sorry, your kitchen is round. So it's difficult for that, uh, that to be changed. If you have the opportunity to change and accommodate the way you want, wow, you're amazing. You're doing great. But it's very difficult to find. Sometimes you buy a house and your kitchen's a tiny, tiny square box. You need to knock down a wall to make bigger and make like a dining room slash kitchen. Sometimes you have a massive kitchen that would be easier to reduce the size because your uh, worktop is five meter, meters away from your sink. So you need to think about those details as well. So in the moment you have that structural sorted, you need to see the list from above and see how you can accommodate. They work like a tripod and they need to work together. Next in the list, I would say is the accessibility in your kitchen. What that means? I mean, make sure you have space and logistics to keep all the equipment and utensils that you need close to you. How that works? Well, I work with, uh, I cook my kitchen with my family all the time. So you need to accommodate for two to four or five people to work at the same time. So you need a large space with loads of worktop and to be accessible for that. 90% of the time at home uh, or even more, you cook by yourself. Here in our home is, very rarely we were we cooked together because the kitchen is not big enough for more than two people. So you need to think about those details when you're you're thinking about the accessibility of your kitchen. So the way I see it is to be productive, you can't move much in the kitchen. To be fast 
if you're cooking, you can't move much in the kitchen. Everything needs to be arm's length, length from, from you to get what you need. So uh, in that step is when I start to design where I would be based. If I'm designing a um, home kitchen, I would like to have the view of the garden as example. So my workstation will be facing the garden and everything will be around me, but I will have my back to the rest of the kitchen, how practical that is. So you need to think about that. I like, I always have uh, people around the house. So I would like to be seeing the kids playing or something. So you need to put an island in your kitchen. So that, that's how you work with your accessibility at first, where you want to be based. From there, you start to see, okay, how far need to be my fridge, my freezer, my sink, uh, my worktop, my utensils, my light equipment. So uh, that's the accessibility you need to be start looking and where they, the things have uh, are in your kitchen. Next is the balance. If you can find a balance for the all the above, you're in a good start, very good start. It's very difficult to find a balance with all those least, uh, things above. It's hard to find a balance, but it's not impossible. What I recommend to you is if you get the most common mistakes uh, happening in industrial and home kitchens, I'll tell you straight away where you're going to find the, the things awkward. Number one is sink. Why? Sometimes they put the sink too far or in a corner in awkward spot, uh, like I'm right-handed. So if my sink is in my... Okay, for me, for me, it's not so challenging, to be honest, because I, I learn to work with uh, both hands when I'm, I'm working. Normally, my dirt hand is always my left hand because my predominant hand is the right. So I'll be holding my knife and my clean hand always will be the right. So if I need access a sink, uh, personally, I like to use my clean hand to turn on the top because uh, nothing annoys me more than go to a sink, the top is dirty, the things are dirty around, so I always use my clean hand and it's easy for me to wash. So if the sink is my right hand side, I would say is better, but I prefer to be honest in the left. And the right will be good because I can turn on the top and go. But like if you see, I'm crossing to my uh, my body. Now, if it's in my left, any dirt, anything comes out of this hand, goes straight to the sink. And then I can reach out just to open once and clean my hands over here. So uh, I try to always keep the sink somewhere would be suitable for me as well. Like sometimes when you're cooking, you need sink that to put stuff inside. Example, I need to wash my lettuce, I need to wash my vegetables. And that's the part you need to understand. Do I need two sinks? And I highly recommend for two sinks. One for dirt, one for clean, just for washing vegetables, etc. And I would say that's the number one for me, sink. Number two, beans. The beans, normally they, not beans like you eat, is the beans you throw the food in. Yeah, I know my pronunciation is awful, guys. Don't get confused. Sorry about that. So you put the beans where would be the best for you. I don't like to have the beans too far from me. Normally, for me, it's not an issue because when I set up my stations, 
And when I'm cooking, I always have like two containers in front of me. One to put like compostable and another one to put recyclables. And the general waste is kind of like a problem for me because sometimes I need to put somewhere else. So need to be closed. Normally in a domestic kitchen, we like to hide our beans and not be visible for our guests and the people around the house. You don't like to see the dirt. So uh, sometimes it's very challenging to try to work around that to not have something so easy to access. My wife sometimes get pissed off because I leave the, the, the drawer. It's like a drawer where we have the beans. We have like two drawers, one go compost and a glass and one go the general waste. It's like cool. But uh, when I'm cooking, I leave that open and just keep pu putting the things there instead of going there and opening every single time I need to uh, access. All right. So next on that list would be practicality and accessibility uh, for everything you need else in the kitchen. So uh, what would be that would be uh, where your utensils. Sometimes you have way too many stuff. So it's in a drawer, it's in a, in a container outside, is hanging, is where. And need to be close to you where you literally you can close your eyes and just reach for that. You can't go across the kitchen and say, oh my God, it's over there uh, in the dining room. So wh why? Yeah. So uh, think about those things. And then come to the next part is the hardware. Where is located your stove? Where is located your oven? Where is located your fridge, your freezer? Those things you not change ever. Is very challenged to change those things. So I recommend recommend that you think many times. Sometimes if you're going to a new kitchen where you're gonna design from the scratch, from scratch, I recommend you to go there, put the things, draw on the ground, and trying to work around that. And then you start to see, okay, that's a little bit far. I I, I wouldn't do do a mock cooking like playing like with kids, and you say, okay, I need my lettuce, where's my fridge? I need my chopping board, where's my chopping board? Because sometimes you put just where you have space, you need to see what's practical for you, accessible for you. So always think about this. In the moment you have your location of your fridge, your freezer, me personally, I love the kind of American fridge. You have like the fridge one side, the freezer another one, give you loads of space and it's a little more compact. But if I had to design my dream kitchen with the space I would require, I would put fridges all over, everywhere. I would have one for meat or proteins. Oh, sorry. One for meats, one for proteins. Uh, whatever it is, animal plant, uh, plant base or animal base, and then I would go for a freezer, and then a vegetable fridge. Different temperatures you can control better, etc. You can put one engine for the fridges, all outside, all connected, and it's cheaper to run, in my in my opinion. But um, I, I think my wife would hate that, but okay. Uh, anyway, if you can design a kitchen, you can put the things more practical, is the best for you. Freezer space is never, too much space is not enough space. Sometimes you just see yourself stock up in frozen products in your house. And it can be challenging to try to store all that. D don't go too, too big, too small. Just find a balance. I, I would say it's very important oven or microwave or anything of the kind. I, I, 
nowadays we are having so much light equipment that we can move around the kitchen the worktop when you get bored but uh, I can't stress enough you need to have a good oven for roasts the the, the big stuff you're gonna do majority of the time we, we are family of four so I use the oven nowadays about 70% uh, of the time the oven for me become a hot box and um, steamer if you can afford to have a oven with simmer, it would be amazing. But you can go around without this. Like, um, we have so much light utensils now at home. These, and they are very helpful and very good to work, very quick, clean. To clean is easy, everything. That's the part. What are you going to put in your worktops? And then we'll get that lightweight support. Uh, can be a support or a liability for you. So you need to see where you're going to put your coffee maker. Uh, uh, here at home, we have two kinds of coffee maker. Uh, so coffee maker, we at home, we have a Thermomix. So it's amazing. I have to say, I can't cook without that. You literally have a chef in your kitchen. It's like Chef Mike. Uh, sorry, I'm talking about microwave. I call my microwave Chef Mike. Thermomix is, for me, is essential. I have an air fryer, it's essential as well. It's so quick, so easy to clean, and uh, it's just the right amount of food you get in. Normally the cooking time is way quicker. You have your KitchenAid or your mixer on top, so it's already four there. And they are not small pieces of equipment, they're big enough. Uh, we have it as well here at home, a bread maker, but it's very convenient. When you're Sunday night, you look, I don't have bread, you just put the things in, it's done. The, uh, the following day morning, you have your loaf done for the kids to have a sandwich to get to school or for breakfast, or whatever, it doesn't matter. So it's very convenient to have this kind of equipment, but get so much space. When you line up them together, you get in like a countertop about two meters wide. And then you look and say, I don't have that space. And that's the way you need to be clever, where you're going to store them. That's the light equipment you need to be very conscious about what you're going to do when you're designing. So those steps you follow, you're going to have a beautiful design kitchen. You don't need to get a kitchen designer to tell you those things. And I think it's a very good exercise to do. Like I like to do that. And it's something when I get people to do consultancy, this kind of stuff, I always advise and go around with that. It is so much fun. I, I really enjoy. And people enjoy as well when you do the role play, etc. Now, come to the next part that nobody thought throughout that area is the dry storage. Dry storage for me uh, is can be the same as I said above, a sport or liability where you locate it. Normally, people just see the space and the storage you have above the sink. Under the sink, you're normally going to put your cleaning products, your dishwasher, your wash machine, uh, your dryer, and trying to hide them between. is challenging to try to find that space. Never we store under. If you notice, people put in their pots, they put their chemicals, their liquids, everything. Me, personally, always storage your liquids in the bottom. Uh, uh, sorry. Canned food in the bottom, liquids probably as well if you have enough white space, but I will put the liquid above because sometimes it leaks, it's easy to clean a canned food than actually cleaning the bottles because sometimes you have plastic, you have something like that uh, or, or a glass, if you put uh, cans on top, it falls on top, you smash everything, oh, it's, it's a nightmare. You need to think about that. 
as I just said, like there's so many variables. Like, I and mean, if you have somebody clamps in your house, you would see straight away the 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 things breaking. Nonetheless, so I would like me personally if I. I had to redesign my kitchen, have a storage area aside, like a pantry. Why I would say that? One, stay on a supply, a place labeled, segregate, a little bit more airy space, it's easier to clean, and normally get less messy. I do, I like to do here at home the same way I do at work. Everything is in can and is not opened, it stay in one area in the house. So that's my stock. And then whatever we open, we move to the drawers. This, uh, all the spices in one massive drawer is all open. So if I need a backup, I already know where to find. But of course, it's not everything you can do this. It's very challenging to find that gap to, to support. So I recommend if you can manage, well done. Do it. Would be great. Now, the last month, but not the least, display wear. Nobody think about the display wear. I'm going to put my plates here, but uh, that's your everyday plates, that's your fancy plates. What, what are you doing? I like to mix and match. I have, of course, a couple of sets that's for the guests, that's for uh, special occasions, like that they're going to get my crystal glasses, pa, 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 that I keep separate in the dining room. And normally what I like to work is my everyday dishes. And I, I like to be fun with them and I can play with them when I display. It's not because I'm having a quick meal, I'll have just a shitty plate with the food there. It doesn't matter what I cook, it will not look good. So you need to think about your displayware. I always recommend to go pass by, you know, those cheap shops you have around there or, or TK Maxx or whatever you want to call. And you pass by and you see something interesting. And it's not expensive, but it looks good. You eat with your eyes. So make sure your displayware is close to you as well. Another thing I like to say is, and as I said, I use my oven as a hot box. Before I serve any meal, I just put the plates in the, in the oven for literally two minutes. When I start turning off the things, start collect the things to finish off, I get, the, get those plates, serve the food in a nice warm plate. Makes such a difference. One, the food will not go cold quick. And two, look so nice you feel so nice in your hands uh, when you're sitting there and you touch your plate and it's warm so i recommend to have your displayware close to you as well and now that's me explaining how to design a kitchen in a nutshell of course there's way more behind that you're gonna have pipes you have like plugs where to put the plugs da, 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 da. we could be here for hours talking about that well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and a big thank for our today's sponsor. sponsor is Foodcast. Do you want to promote your brand or product in an effective way, direct to our public? Check our website, social media and all products and services we provide. Contact us for more information. This is Foodcast, where you promote your brand and more. Thanks for listening and watch. Don't forget to smash that like, follow and share button. This is Foodcast, where you listen to your podcast and more.